0: A Maine community comes together to heal just days after the state's worst mass shooting. And Panera Bread adds warnings to a caffeinated drink after the death of an Ivy League student. The Morning Rundown starts now. From the Straight Arrow News studio, bringing the stories that matter to you from across the United States and around the world, this is the Morning Rundown. Today is Monday, October 30th. Thank you for joining us. I'm Kara Rucker. A town in Maine, the site of the state's worst mass shooting just days earlier, became a place of healing and hope on Sunday night as more than 1000 people came together to reflect, remember and pray. A vigil was held at the Basilica of Saints Peter and Paul in Lewiston, near where a gunman opened fire at a bowling alley and restaurant last Wednesday, killing 18 people and injuring 13 others. The deceased victims ranged in age from 14 to 76. Leaders of various faiths spoke to the massive crowd on the resilience of the town of 40,000, with one reverend saying the community will not be defined by the tragedies and fear and anxiety will not dictate their future. The body of the suspected shooter, 40-year-old Robert Card, was discovered on Friday at a recycling facility where he recently worked. Authorities say Card died of an apparent self-inflicted gunshot wound. Investigators found a multitude of firearms while searching for the suspect, saying the weapons used in the shooting had been purchased legally. While a motive is still under investigation, authorities say Card had a history of mental illness. Maine had a total of 29 homicides last year. According to the Associated Press, this shooting was the 36th mass killing in the U.S. this year. The largest aid convoy since the start of the war between Israel and Hamas arrived in Gaza on Sunday. Nearly three dozen trucks brought food and medical supplies to the territory, according to the United Nations, saying it is still a fraction of what civilians need. Israel began increasing its ground operations in Gaza on Friday while continuing its airstrikes against Hamas for the October 7th terrorist attack that killed more than 1,400 people. The idea of saying this morning it hit hundreds of Hamas targets over the past several days. The World Health Organization said several health facilities in Gaza have been damaged and hospitals are continuing to receive evacuation orders from Israel, saying it's impossible to do so without endangering patients' lives. According to the Gaza Health Ministry, the death toll since Israel began its strikes has risen above 8,000 people, saying many are children. The White House said President Joe Biden spoke again to Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu on Sunday, reiterating that Israel has every right to defend its citizens from terrorism, while underscoring the need to, quote, do so in a manner consistent with international humanitarian law that prioritizes the protection of civilians. The United Auto Workers Union reached a tentative deal with Chrysler parent company Stellantis over the weekend while widening its strike against General Motors 44 days into the stand up strike 14,000 Stellantis workers on the picket line headed back to work. The deal, which still needs to be voted on by the 43,000 union members, mirrors an agreement between Ford and the union, which includes a 25% pay increase over the next four and a half years, including an 11% increase as soon as the deal is ratified. The union says the tentative agreement also saves 5,000 jobs that Stellanis was planning to cut and adds an additional 5,000 jobs. UAW President Sean Fain announced the tentative deal on social media on saturday once again we've achieved what just weeks ago we were told was impossible the power of the stand-up strike cannot be understated over the 44 days we were on strike still more than doubled the total value of the proposals they had on the table Hours after the Stellanus agreement, the union expanded its strike against General Motors, adding a walkout at a Tennessee plant, bringing the total number of GM workers on strike to roughly 18,000. In a statement, GM said it was disappointed in the UAW's call to expanded strike, adding that the company has bargained in good faith and it hopes to reach an agreement soon. Last night, the judge overseeing the federal case charging Donald Trump with trying to overturn the 2020 election results reinstated a gag order she issued on the former president earlier this month. The order bars Trump, who has denied any wrongdoing in the case, from making public comments that target the special counsel, court staff and witnesses. U.S. District Judge Tanya Chutkin imposed the order two weeks ago at the request of the Justice Department, but the former president quickly appealed and the judge temporarily froze the order a few days later. She reinstated the gag order on Sunday after prosecutors cited recent social media comments by Trump about his former chief of staff, who is a likely witness in the case. Trump reacted to the gag order on social media saying it is not constitutional. Last week in a separate case in New York, Trump was fined $10,000 after that judge said he violated a gag order. Donald Trump is currently the Republican frontrunner for the 2024 presidential election. Over the weekend, the GOP field narrowed as his former vice president, Mike Pence, dropped out of the race saying, quote, this is not my time. Panera Bread has announced it is updating its warnings online and in-store concerning its caffeinated lemonade beverage. The change comes after a lawsuit was filed by the family of a University of Pennsylvania student, Sarah Katz, last week. The suit alleged Katz, who had a heart condition, died after drinking Panera's charged lemonade last year. The drink contains 390 milligrams of caffeine. The FDA says 400 milligrams is the daily maximum amount of caffeine a healthy adult can safely consume. The suit claimed Panera failed to adequately warn its customers about the drinks ingredients. Panera telling NBC News, while the caffeine content of the lemonade was always listed in store out of an abundance of caution, the company has enhanced its disclosures for the beverage over the past several days. Now a warning reads to use the drink in moderation and it's not recommended for children, pregnant or nursing women or people sensitive to caffeine. Finally this morning, as negotiations between Hollywood actors and studios continued over the weekend to reach a deal to end the 109-day strike, both sides took a moment to remember a friend. Actor Matthew Perry died on Saturday in an apparent drowning in a hot tub at his home in Los Angeles, according to police. Authorities say there were no signs of foul play. Perry, who starred in the 90s NBC sitcom Friends, was 54 years old. Warner Brothers TV, which produced the series, said in a statement Matthew was an incredibly gifted actor and indelible part of the Warner Brothers television group. A post on sag his Instagram account read his legacy of work on screen and of helping others off screen will live on. Union President Fran Drescher said, We lost one of our brightest stars. Matthew Perry was a seven-time SAG Award nominee and won in 1996 for Outstanding Performance by an ensemble comedy series for Friends. These are your top stories for this Monday. Be sure to subscribe to the Morning Rundown newsletter to get the top stories each weekday morning. Just go to san.com slash rundown to sign up unbiased, straight facts, that's straight arrow news. We'll see you back here tomorrow. Until then, I'm Kara Rucker, have a great day.